Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm, your destination for all things nerdy. 95 times we've sat down and done this. Yeah. Well, 94, this is the 95th. Oh. But yeah. I'm impressed. I, yeah. I'm enjoying it still. It's still fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How far back do our episodes go on iTunes now? Can you go uh, all the way back one. and listen to number Third one? Day? Yeah, I think I think I increased that. I'm pretty sure you can still get back to number one. Yeah, I think um, I got it set to a hundred. So mm. once we get to a hundred, number one will drop off. Well, I mean, if you want to have a trip down memory lane, listen to us talking over the top of each other and uh, outing Mark Hamill as a. P- go back and listen to the early episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're great. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the first forty are mostly just that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, correct. Has anyone gone back and listened to our first 40 recently? Any the, of them? I didn't listen to the 40. first 40. I listened Just to the first couple. The first couple? Yeah. Wow, we have come a long way. Yeah, we have. And I think we've also lost a bit of the charm as well along the way, if I'm yes. honest. <laughs> I think there's a certain energy at the uh, early episodes that uh, we lost as the years went on. Yep. Yeah, right. Which is actually quite amazing, because remember when we first started, we... Record four episodes in a row. Yeah, yeah. we would. We do a that month's just worth one back a week. to back. Yeah, one a week, and, we, and we've only really just gotten serious about having it one a week again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's, we can keep at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, we're not stopping anytime soon. No. No. In fact, if anyone would like to, I've just made an order for some more mugs. Oh yeah. Mm. So, if anyone would like a multiple nogas mug. Um, have we got anything on the website for that yet? Uh, we don't. We'll, I'll, I'll put something up there if you want to okay. have a look. Um, yep. we, we have a merch shop, but these won't be on that because we actually have them, or Luke mm. has them. Yes. Um, the, the merch shop fulfills the orders for us. So Fuck um, it, just go on Facebook and say, I would like a mug, and uh, we'll, we'll find a way to get you one. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, or shoot us an email. Mm-hmm. Mugs we've already, we've already just gotten one order. I've just heard it yelled from the other room. So <laughs> there are 19 mugs available. No. Well, I've got a bookshelf full of them, so don't worry about me. I, think, <laughs> I know somebody who's, who's dying to have one. Yeah, I, I know someone. And I promise that will be arriving soon. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Unfortunately, he's not here to complain about it himself. No. Oh, well, just give him a call on uh, 04... <laughs> and let him know that his mug <laughs> is ready to collect. Yeah. Uh, well, where do we want to begin? I'm not quite sure where to begin. We've got quite a cavalcade of of content. Well, we could well, talk about I'd... comets and see where that leads. Well, yeah. All right. So uh, th- this begins. Also, did you just use the word cavalcade? I did. That's I did. I think. Oh, so I... good. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's the first time I've used it. It might be. So. I like that I'm friends with people that use words like cavalcade. <laughs> 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 I'll use it more often. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Um, so, I was going to say we landed a, a probe on a comet, but we didn't do it. A bunch of scientists and people smarter than us did. Well, we um, as human. Yeah, human we as a human race. Yeah. Yeah, so it's um, it's called Operation Rosetta, or just Rosetta. Um, and basically, they've they've launched a little, little probe device up, hmm. and they've managed to... Um, About the size of a fridge, it is. Yeah, little-ish. When did they actually launch this? <laughs> oh, years ago, wasn't it? Like, hmm. 2004? Yeah. God, has it been that long? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Because um, it it um, it did a like it slingshotted around Mars and did all this cool shit. Like because um, it had to loop back. You're just to... discussing the plot to Interstellar again, man. No, I know. <laughs> or, or skipped back. Or Star Trek Four. <laughs> yeah. Um. So or yeah, Armageddon. we look, we got this this probe. They got it up there, and they managed to um, match speed and mm. all this jazz. And it's got it had harpoons on it that didn't that they failed to launch, but they managed it managed to land on there anyway. We so basically we landed That's a probe right. on a fucking comet. It's awesome. Drilled in. Yep. Kind of got into a fake orbit around it because of course yep. it doesn't have any gravity itself. You can't orbit it, but we kind of controlled it. I say we again, but. Yep. We didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like to think it was we because it was successful. If it failed, it was them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, was yeah. Plenty, it was plenty of these that have failed. Um, but yeah, it's great to, to know that we can do that. Um, but it was kind of overshadowed as well, well by some other news. I think it wasn't really news. It, it was and it wasn't. I don't know how, how overshadowed it was in, in the media in general, but in the circles that, that you know, the, web, the tech websites and Twitter um, it got overshadowed by um, one of the scientists Dr. Matt Taylor um, was interviewed on television about um, you know the progress of the mission and the probe and, and all that kind of jazz um, and he was wearing a shirt that uh, Chris Plant from The Verge felt was more important than the mission itself Um if you click through... Well, I mean, you may have already seen this on the web. But if you, if you click through the article, we'll put it in the show notes, you can see his shirt. It's a it's a bowling shirt, you know, like a like a 10-pin bowling style shirt with a bunch of cartoon ladies on it, kind of being a bit sexy. They're not, you know, they're not naked or anything, but they're... It's a bit sexy, I think. They're in bondage gear and they've got guns and there's explosions. Yeah. I think... Yeah. I mean, it's... You it's know. sexy. It's a pretty it's rad sexy. shirt. I yeah, guess. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I think but, uh, um, what was going through his head when he put it on is, yeah, I'm going to wear my rad shirt today. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, the, more on that later because it, it's actually it's a pretty pretty sad tale overall. S- because The Verge ran an article, um, the headline of which is, <laughs> I don't care if you landed a spacecraft on a comet, your shirt is sexist and ostracizing. And it's t- the, s- the tagline, that's one small step for man, three steps back for humankind. So that's the, that's the story he decided to, to go with. I uh, love because it's an article about sexism. They've actually even had to change the wording of the quote that they're quoting. Yeah. From mankind to humankind, just to be a bit more PC as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Look, so he wore this shirt on the live TV coverage... Yeah, he just landing. he wore the shirt to work that day. Yeah, that was the, probably not <laughs> casual a good Friday. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, but okay, two two just two different discussions, right? One is that an appropriate shirt to wear to a major scientific, you know, telecast? Yeah, maybe, maybe not. You maybe know, not. it's a pretty cool shirt. He probably probably wasn't the best shirt he could have worn, but yeah, you know, whatever. Um, they obviously didn't feel it was necessary to stop him from getting on TV with it on. So you know. All his co-workers and bosses thought, well, whatever. It's a pretty cool shirt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the man's heavily actually, tattooed anyway, so... I'm yeah. actually thinking they thought it was a good idea, because it, it's a bit of colour, it's making science look cool again. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, but, unfortunately um, not everyone saw it that way. No. No, well, 
Chris Plant and Ariel um, Duhamel. I'm doing that thing where I try and pronounce people's names again. To to the writers for The Verge um, felt that it was sexist, and not only was it sexist, it was like it was it was a major offence, basically, and they yeah. shamed him in an article. I, I um, think the exact quote was. Um, Matt Taylor is the reason that there are no women scientists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, I've, got a because... couple of, I've got a couple of things wrong with that. Yeah, he ostracizes them. Um, so he he then, I guess, people told him what had happened, and people, you know, people were upset, or whatever. And there was actually there was a big argument uh, in in the comments for the article and on Twitter, and there's been quite a lot of argument about whether the shirt is or isn't appropriate, what is and isn't appropriate about the shirt. Uh, but he obviously found out about it, and he, as I understand it, um, is actually quite a sensitive gentleman. Mm. And um, he, he was mortified when he thought that he had upset people. Yeah. So during a, a, a later broadcast, he he was part of a team that were discussing the mission, and he was asked um, a different question, so a question about the. Um, you know the science. Uh, he, the, I think they asked him what the stats coming back from the probe were. Rather mm-hmm. than answering the question, he cried and apologized for his shirt and said that he never meant to offend anybody and he made a horrible mistake and and he was very sorry and it was awful and yeah, I just I don't understand like why we had to do that to a man who. Like you just landed this a is, fucking probe on a This fucking was the comet. proudest day of his life. Yeah. Yep. And you... and they, Well, not you, because not you, Dan. You didn't do it. No, I... I but <laughs> but <laughs> Chris Plant, The Verge, and a bunch of other people took a big shit on him. Yeah. Because, uh, because the shirt that he was wearing was made for him by a friend of his wife, a woman, and yep. his wife suggested he wear it that day because he gets stressed when he has to make decisions like that. Apparently. Apparently. And look, I mean, where does it stop, though? I mean, I can kind of see why you might take offence at this shirt. I mean, it's it's sexy cartoon women. You know, it's definitely sexualising the characters yeah. that are on there. I don't really feel like this is making a statement about all women, but no. what the fuck do I know? No, see, I take but issue what, with... what would be okay? Do you know what mm. I mean? I mean, if this was all a whole bunch of covered up librarians I'm sure they'd have something to say about that as well can you just not wear a shirt with a woman on it at all well see I, I take issue with the with the the idea that it's sexist because I mean the I Hulk mean, has no shirt on can you have a t-shirt with the Hulk on or is that sexist but isn't sexist men? no because isn't isn't sexism discrimination based on sex he's not discriminating it's, it's a shirt with a bunch of sexy ladies you could argue that he's objectifying women if you yes. want, but, but but that you're kind of putting that on him because you don't know what he's doing. Like he's just he's like, oh, that's a, a pretty ladies. I like that shirt. Yeah, like, and it he, was designed if, by a woman, so you can't really make that argument. To be if he to wore, be fair though, I think the three of us are probably the least qualified people no, to be fine. having this discussion. No, but we should and have I'm, it anyway. Why not have it? A little anyway? uncomfortable about <laughs> Look, even weighing in on this. If he wore a shirt that had Beyonce on it. In, Just in, hearing you say the word Beyonce <laughs> cracks me. I don't think I've ever heard you say Beyonce. Right? So he wears a shirt. There's a Beyonce. I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but I assume she's got some t-shirts 
for merchandise. Yeah, and they prob- some of them probably does. feature her looking a bit sexy because that's what she does, right? I'm yep. googling Beyonce sexy t-shirt. Sexy right? t-shirt. If he was to wear a Beyonce t-shirt, would he also be sexist and racist? <laughs> Bringing race into it now, Matt. I'll say this: there are some very sexy Beyonce t-shirts. I'm just. I'm not bringing race into it. All I'm saying is, isn't sexism discrimination based on sex? Isn't racism discrimination based on race? And so on. I think. So I don't think it's fair to put all that on him for wearing the shirt. Like that's all I'm saying, and I don't think it was necessary to publicly shame him like that. And to basically, he's now going to be the not the guy, the scientist famous for landing a pro on a comet. He's the scientist. Famous for being a sexist. Yeah. Look, and I, I agree with that, and I, I think he's been treated unfairly. I'm not sure I necessarily agree with your blanket comment about what isn't isn't sexist, but I also think that I know very little about it and couldn't really comment either way. Sure. Um, I think it's I think it's unfortunate that this guy's greatest achievement has been ruined by the internet mm. and. <laughs> Fuck the internet! But I think if he wore a t-shirt, else. if he wore a shirt that had a bunch of women on there being paid less than him, and he had and he and had a big <laughs> thumbs up on it, then that would be sexist, yeah. Yeah. and that would that would be saying just a cartoon making... drawing of the glass ceiling. Exactly. I think there's a big difference between that and a, just a t-shirt with a bunch of ladies. Or even you know, if like... it was this exact shirt, but it had the words, "I think this is how all women should act." And dress. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, you've you've got to. You've got to put a lot of your own shit on him, I think, to to get it to the point where he needs to be publicly ridiculed for it. I mean, yeah. r- make fun of him for, by all means, right? Is this an appropriate shirt to wear to work? Probably not. And probably you can not. tease him for that. I don't give a shit. Yeah, look, him. his HR probably should have called him on this. Yeah, before. and if somebody yeah. and, and if a fashion blog had said, huh, "What's with that ugly shirt?" Fine. But <laughs> yeah. when the thing that annoyed me the, about it is the Verge, which is a tech blog, yeah, belittling his contributions. By saying it doesn't matter that he landed a spacecraft. Don't worry about that. That's not important. What really matters is look at that. Look at that shirt. Like sexist. Like I don't know. That just really pissed me off. No, I and agree. Then, I agree. I've, and the I, follow-up uh, article where he addressed the fact that people called him out on his shit and that he shouldn't have posted the article. Where he basically said, "Oh, sorry, but I care about scientists. Science. So sexist shirts piss me off when they're in science." That was his. That was his form of follow-up article. So, I don't know. I don't read The Verge anymore because <laughs> it just fucking pissed me off. They've been doing this a lot lately. Well, let's ask all our listeners to boycott The Verge as well. They've been doing this a lot lately. They posted a bunch of opinion pieces about things like Gamergate and things that it's just not relevant. And it's like it's it's pointless. There's no. But it's getting people to read. Well, I, it, that's my issue with it. It, it literally is. This, this headline is just literally designed to get people to click on it, and then yep. it's a it's a it's a pointless article that has now gone on to basically ruin this man's day. It could have been the greatest day of his life, and then they've ruined it. So, fuck you, <laughs> The Verge. Yeah, that's that's bullshit. It's not on, and you should have apologized properly. You shouldn't have just posted some shitty justification for your for your nonsense. Yeah. Well, look, I mean. Matt Taylor, we stand by you. Yeah. And uh, not that it's going to make up for it. Geek of the Week? Exactly right, Luke. You're our Geek Geek of the Week. week. Yeah, definitely. I support you and I support your sexy t-shirt. 
Oh, she's not shirt. I think looking at these pictures, shirt. I think that Matt Taylor looks like an utterly rad dude. <laughs> he yeah. does, man. It's just oh man. Have you seen, did you watch the video of him where he, where he cried? No, I haven't watched the cry. Oh, yeah. God, it's fucked. I, I don't know if I can bring myself. To watch <laughs> it's just him fu- cry she doesn't even ask it. him about the shirt. She's talking about the the stats and this and this and this and this, and she goes, "Oh, can you tell us a bit about this and this?" And he just goes, "Um, the shirt that I wore, oh. I've, ups- I've upset a lot of people, and I'm really sorry." I never. It's just horrible. But Good here's work, the thing. internet. Has he upset a lot of people? Because it, no. look, here's the thing. If he has upset a lot of people, and this shirt is genuinely offensive, and him and us don't understand why it's offensive, but clearly it is. And we need to take a lesson from that. But I don't think that's what's happened. No, he's, ups- he's upset a small part of the internet, which yeah, is the well, worst I'm, thing you can do. Unfortunately, a small but vocal part. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Chris Plant is not a woman. And I'm not saying no. that a man can't be offended by sexism. I'm not of saying course. that. But why is Chris Plant offended by this shirt specifically? Like, I just, I don't get it. Well, like I said, I, I can't get past the fact that it's only so that he could write this article so that people would click on it so that people would be presented with the ads that would provide him with money like yeah. that's 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 I think that's all it boils so down to and that just really that annoys me sometimes the media can sensationalise a subject <laughs> in order for ratings absolutely and, and I'll be honest this is a little hypocritical in the sense that we we promote the public shaming of Shia LaBeouf a lot but yeah. we were, uh, we're condemning them for for bringing <laughs> Matt. Yeah, we um, outed Mark Hamill as a. <laughs> we did not. We didn't quite do that. We. Oh, yeah. we have now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, look. Oh yeah, and the other thing that pissed me off was um, go back Chris and listen Plant's to tweet. the episode called Dagobah Picnic and write <laughs> in and tell us whether or not we outed Mark Hamill as a. <laughs> Chris Plant's tweet that um, Matt Taylor's tears. We're nice, but not enough. Fuck you. Oh, oh, oh! Chris and then Plant, after he, you're just a jerk. Yeah, I can't get past the idea that he just is. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, my goal now is to find Chris Plant, picture of Chris Plant, wearing any kind of incriminating anything of any kind. Yeah. Oh, he's such a plain grey t-shirt wearing, wearing anything, dude. It's just something he said that could be slightly twisted the way he's done to... Yeah. Well, look, yeah, I mean, exactly. there is this entire article <laughs> which he could be <laughs> criticised for. Mm. And he has been in the comments. And people have pointed out the irony of, of, of The Verge and their moderators deleting people's comments when they're critical of it when their argument is that they should be allowed to be critical of, of this man's shirt because that's, you know, freedom of speech and all that. So, a little bit of hypocrisy there as well. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, it's just sad because this was such a such a big happy event, and oh, and uh, in in positive news, um, USA Today and um, I think the Telegraph now, a lot of other uh, sites and and editorials are posting articles condemning um, the condemnation of of Dr. Taylor because, as they're saying, like there is not, I mean, apart from a few vocal people on the internet no one was offended by his shirt nobody yeah, was that was the point I was trying to make earlier yeah no one was actually offended by the shirt they were just saw it and went oh that could and be offensive pe- I'm annoyed about of, that a lot of the vocal people didn't know they were offended until they were told they were offended <laughs> yeah absolutely 
So, I don't know. It just really pissed me off. <laughs> I, I may have mentioned that. <laughs> well, let's go on to something happy then. All right. All right. Um, as you know, we went to PAX recently. We did. Are you ready to buy tickets for next year already? <laughs> they did this to me last year. Yeah, yes. I suppose I could be. Oh, they get it while you're on the high. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty smart, I guess. Tickets go on sale the first week of December. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, I'm going to do my best to get them, so... Um. And it has also been announced that PAX again will be the same weekend, the last weekend of October, first weekend, December. Oh, it's been announced. October 30th, November 1. Okay. So the Melbourne Cup weekend. Yeah, I mean, I, was I right. thought that would change. Yeah, it wasn't so bad, but there, there were a lot more people around than... The, than and probably prices were a bit more expensive. Yeah, that's true. Maybe they get kickbacks. Yeah. <laughs> well, definitely, if you want to go to PAX, if you want to get t- uh, passes, um, either f- uh, you can favorite a Twitter account so that you'll get notifications on your phone when they tweet, because um, just the other week... Uh, the passes for PAX East went on sale and they literally sold out in about 10 minutes of 80,000 um, tickets. Like, all gone. Like, all the three-day passes gone. And and people were furious mm. because they said that they um, they didn't know that they were going to be put on sale then. And, and then the PAX organizers said, well, normally we don't say when we're going to start selling them, we just put them on sale and tell everybody they're on sale and then last year people complained that they wanted to know in advance so they announced oh we're going to sell the tickets tomorrow and then they sold out really quickly and everyone said oh you shouldn't have announced it because all the scalpers got in and bought them first so they said right fine so this year they went back to the old way and now everyone's saying oh you should have told us in advance when it was going to be so they can't win so yeah so basically just go to the official PAX Twitter account um, favorite it so that you get notifications when they tweet, and that way you'll know straight away when they go on sale and jump on and grab them. Just be ready. First week of December, just be ready, because they will sell out really quickly. Mm. Possibly not as quickly as PAX East, but quickly. Are you going to come with us this year, next year, Dan? I don't know. I mean, I think going down to Melbourne with you guys and hanging out for a weekend would be fun, but... I don't know, I just didn't really get that much out of PAX. I honestly didn't. Okay. I mean, I love games as much as the next guy, but just a games trade show just doesn't sustain my focus for an entire weekend. Mm. It's not like something like Comic-Con where there's games and films and, you know, like Mm. a mixture of all things. Mm. PAX, I don't know, man. Well, anyway, you got a year. Well, no, you don't have a year to convince me because no, I don't sell in a week. Of weeks. That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like that, isn't it? It's uh, pressure. Yeah, hey, bit of pressure on you. <laughs> I still think you should come down for the weekend anyway, even if you come for one day. Just come spend the weekend with. Well, look, us. actually, we're gonna. I'm gonna try and get media passes for us next year. I didn't. I didn't actually. I didn't try this year. I tried for EB Expo and I forgot. I didn't get the travel packs, but um, I am gonna try next year. So. Mm. You probably can make a decision closer to the day if if they give them to us. Sure, and that'd be interesting. I mean, if we're covering mm. the event. Yeah. Mm. I mean, we always do. It's just we never we always pay for the passes. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. I think um, we meet the criteria. We just never bother to apply. Or changing next year. Yeah. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Well, speaking of things that we saw at PAX, um, I didn't play it at PAX, but I knew it was there and I saw other people playing it. 
uh, Assassin's Creed Unity came out. Yeah, I've been playing it. Um, how is it? Because I heard it's shit. Um, it's Assassin's Creed. Okay. Oh, yes, the, you're right, Matt. Same, it's the same game again. Okay, with a lot more bugs, from what I understand. I haven't run into many bugs. Really? No. Okay. I'm, I'm, I, I wonder about this a lot, because, um, as we mentioned earlier, it's the vocal ones that you hear from, mm-hmm. uh, and people who haven't encountered all the bugs are too busy playing the game to Yeah, they're too busy to enjoying the game. Exactly. I think I run into, ran into one problem once where I dropped out of the world, I just loaded the game back up and been fine ever since. Okay. Have you had that issue, that terrifying issue that I've seen screenshots of where people's faces don't render? No. <laughs> I should have found a screenshot of this. Hang on. Uh, create Unity face. This sounds amazing, though. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. That's terrifying. Render. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> what if someone kissing? Excellent. All right, I'm gonna put these All in right. the. Um, I'll put these in and we'll put them in the show notes. Okay. Um, come on, load the picture. Load the image. Come but on. no, I'm, I'm about to finish the game. But yeah, as I said, it's 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 another Assassin's Creed game. Okay. They so took out their ship warfare, which I actually quite liked. Yeah, a lot of people complaining about that. Um, that they gave you a pirate ship and then took it away. Yeah. Aww. All right, so I've put two. I've put two images. Links to images posted there next to the article. If you click on those, you'll see what I mean. We'll put them in the show notes as well. Okay. Opening okay. it up. There's a- oh my god! Holy <laughs> fuck! <laughs> that is terrifying. Yeah, so apparently that happens sometimes. Uh, the second one's pretty funny as well. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Uh, for, for anyone who's not looking at this right now, the hair, eyes, and teeth have rendered just not the actual skin of the face <laughs> so, it's, so it's terrifying oh god mm. um, well the other issue around Unity was um, uh, the day that the game came out there were no reviews straight away because um, Ubisoft had uh, an embargo in place that so you couldn't post a review until 12 hours after the game came out um, which now that so many people are complaining about bugs and about the game basically just being the same old stuff and mm. not particularly compelling, um, is a bit suspicious. Like, you know, it kind of implies that they knew that it wasn't going to be that great and so they wanted to hold off the reviews well, as has, long as possible. Has anyone actually heard about the 360 one of it? Because there was Unity, but there was also another Assassin's Creed game that Rogue. came out at the same time. Rogue. Um, apparently, and this is... Like I said, from the few sites that I that I checked, none yep. of them had reviews of Rogue up because Ubisoft didn't send out review copies, so they had to wait and buy them. And most of them, like I feel rightly so, won't post a review until they play the game all the way through. So, yep. so we're not going to have them for a week or so. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. It's very strange. Um, because and I guess unfortunately for Ubisoft, on the same day that that happened, um, EA gave the all clear to post the Dragon Age reviews because they're all like glowing reviews like mm. you know nine nine and a half out of ten like glowing reviews and so it's kind of shed a bit cast a bit of a, a light on the fact that Ubisoft was a bit dodgy about the embargoes and so a lot of the sites are now going to be putting up um, listings of game release dates and then when the press embargo ends 
so you can I mean like I said it's not not going to be an exact science but you can kind of see how confident they are about the game yeah. based on how soon they're going to let the people talk about the game yeah so that should be interesting because I, I wasn't even aware that this was a thing until this week and unfortunately well, for Ubisoft they're kind of coming out but no, I mean, I just I mean the fact that they they hold off on the reviews, like mm. they do that intentionally to prevent you, because otherwise, you would stop people from going and buying it that morning. Yeah. If they if they knew that it was maybe not good enough, so I don't know, it's a bit dodge really. I didn't know about it. I think if you're confident in your product, you shouldn't fear people criticizing it. Correct. Mm. Yeah, I think so too. And I I think that that like I said, if they do this. Listing, then I guess maybe that'll at very least it'll tell you which publishers are confident that they've yeah. got a quality. Game. Imagine you tried to do this with something else. Oh, I've got a new movie coming out. Is it good? Shh, don't say anything. Go and yeah. see it. <laughs> don't answer him. Don't, do not do answer. Do not him. tell him if you liked it or not. Yeah, Cause and because people were upset. A lot of people were upset at the site saying, you know, you should, you could have said something. You could have, you could have given us a bit of a wink. You could have said, you know, ah, oh, maybe don't just wait for the review. Like tap the side of your nose, but. As they pointed out, if we were to do that, we're not going to get review copies anymore off them, are we? Mm. If we start doing that, we should be so. trying to get more review copies for things. We do. I reviews. know we should. Mm. Yeah, look, Ubisoft, if you're listening, like fucking, I, I haven't, I haven't even got Unity yet. You can send me, <laughs> you can embargo me until next year. I will not talk about this game. You send me a review copy, I won't talk about it. I would love to get review copies because I spend a fortune buying games day one. Yeah. Any any publisher out there, if you want me to not talk about a game, send it to me. <laughs> Just send it to me. I promise. I won't mention it. Yeah. So another game came out recently, which I was very excited for. Mm-hmm. Halo Master Chief Collection. Mm. I have been enjoying playing through Halo 1 and 2 again. But it's the... got one in it again? Yeah, it's got one in it again. Didn't you already have that again? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How many times have you now purchased... Halo Jesus. 1. Halo 1, only three times. Only three? <laughs> yeah. There was the original Halo, mm-hmm. the, the remastered edition, the remastered one, and now the new remastered one. <laughs> and is this new remastered remasterier than the last remastering? Not really. No. Is it the same as Halo Anniversary, but you get Halo 2 and... Is yep. it just Halo 2? Halo 2, 3, and 4. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, two actually, I've only played one, two, and a little bit of three. Two looks the best at the moment, right? And but one problem I've been having is the multiplayer, right? Because that was a huge part of Halo Two, and I was yeah. looking forward to getting back there. In fact, I'll go as far to say it cost me my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm all set, all ready to play some Halo Two multiplayer again. Mm-hmm. Cannot get a game. They are is having it? server problems. <laughs> His ex-wife has told everybody (laughs) not to go near him. Do not play with this man. (laughs) But no, people are going on and you can wait like an hour before you can get into a multiplayer game. Shit, eh? Wow. So they're releasing a patch, I think, on the 19th, which will hopefully fix it. Wow. I I heard this week, I I haven't played uh, WoW in a long time, but I heard from from Phil, actually, one of our listeners. Phil. Hey, Phil. Um... That after the new expansion came out, there were queues of of, th- of the thousands of people like to get on servers. But that happens every time. I know, but oh man, it's why, why would you buy it <laughs> day one? Like 
Since I had the same issue with Diablo 3. Mm. It's just oh, brutal, man. To buy a game and then not be able to play it because there's a queue. Well, I avoided that issue I... by playing Diablo 3 about two years after its release. <laughs> yeah, so... we bought the um, Xbox One version. I'm um, going to finish that one day. Yeah, yeah I've we... not finished it either. We got the Xbox One version. Oh, um, okay. I got it's... the 360 version. Yeah, well, it, it doesn't have any of the online stuff. It's, yeah. it's just better. That's what I figured. <laughs> mm. Stop yeah, no, trying to good. force us all to be online. We don't want it. <laughs> no, I don't want to play a single-player game online. That makes no sense. No. It's inconvenient. But also one good thing. Even though the multiplayer in Hello wasn't working, I could still got four games I could go play because it comes mm. with four full single-player campaigns. That you've already played before? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I've, I've played through <laughs> them many times. All right, fine. Oh, well, worth every cent then. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, should we jump to another another topic? Sure. Sure. Absolutely. You guys want to talk about Bill Cosby? Now, this I made would... me laugh. <laughs> I would love to talk about Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby released a meme generator online this week <laughs> and uh, and dared people to make memes about him. <laughs> um, took it down the very next day because everyone's memes were about his rape charges. <laughs> and uh, most of them weren't necessarily funny they were just pointing out that 13 different women have accused him of rape from spanning from the 1970s up to the late 2000s so it's terrible yeah I think if you're hiding that many skeletons in your closet you don't really want to dare people to uh, publicly make fun of you yeah that was, that was the worst time for him to do that I oh, see. Did he or didn't he? <laughs> well, I don't know whether to feel sorry for him or to just say, "Oh well," you know. Probably not the best idea. I mean, either way, probably not the best idea. No, like could have like, pre- predicted he, that he, had you thought yeah, about it a bit. Yeah, whether he did it or not. Yeah, now's not the time to come up with a meme generator. Yeah, I mean, the, I just I wanted to see what a couple of these were, and I just as I was typing into Google Bill Cosby rape meme I, I just I had to wonder what kind of fucking world we live in you know <laughs> yeah and and all these memes they're just they're just pictures of Bill Cosby doing funny facial expressions with things like my two favourite things are jello pudding and rape you know like <laughs> <laughs> oh but see, he could have just not done anything. Because has anyone heard of Bill Cosby recently? Except for the whole rape <laughs> I've heard thing? of him. <laughs> no, but heard, has he has he been doing anything recently? Um, aside from raping. Aside from raping, <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't think so. I'm not familiar with his other work. <laughs> you don't restart your career when you get people charging you with rape. It's not the time. We'll see this back because this is actually this is. Um, I was saying to Jenna earlier just regarding. Um, the uh, the shirt guy again. If if he wanted to um, kind of try and bounce back from this, uh, I don't think he would do this because he seems a bit too sensitive and 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 kind of. Uh, I don't think he would do this kind of thing. But you could just get a shirt made that was all like sexy men, and then just wear that on TV next time. Yeah. And then you could literally go from 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 this to hero if mm-hmm. you did something like that, and everyone. Approved. So what you're saying is that Bill Cosby should go out and get raped. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But well, the danger of it is that if uh, 
the problem with the internet in general is that the first comment on anything sets the tone. So if yeah. if <laughs> I mean if Bill Cosby rapes a woman, the first person's opinion is going to be everybody's. <laughs> Probably not. Should <laughs> have let that hang there, Matt. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but I mean, if if you, uh, you know what, the, the first, <laughs> the actual point I was making is that um, as soon as somebody made one rape meme, everybody was going to start making them because that's how the internet works, you know. Yeah. The, the first dissenting point of view, everybody, because people don't want Bill Cosby to be happy. They want to laugh at Bill Cosby. Like, that's the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And whether you're laughing at the fact that he's, you know, a great and iconic comedic writer, or you're laughing at the fact that 30 women have accused him of sexual assault. Yeah. You know, the internet does not discriminate between those two things. And sadly, it's unlikely that they're going to stop accusing him of it now, because it's a thing. Mm. Yeah. That's his thing, being accused of rape. (laughs) <laughs> you can't call him one. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> Look, speaking of fucking things that you shouldn't be fucking... <laughs> um, Without permission. I know when I get stressed out, I like to fuck animals. Um, and I, mm-hmm. I assume you boys are the same. Yeah. I'm joking, of course. But um, oh. students... Yeah, me too, yep. <laughs> a student in the... the the uh, University of California has been um, caught balls deep in a sheep. <laughs> I like the rhyme. I didn't mean for that to rhyme, <laughs> but uh, caught uh, caught in flagrante delecto with a sheep, <laughs> and um, and when asked why he was partaking in that particular practice, he said, um, oh, "I've just been really stressed about my midterm exams." <laughs> which I think is the best excuse for getting caught fucking an animal that I've ever heard. <laughs> Make a note of that. <laughs> that's, that's the one. To, that's the excuse to beat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I like the um, the uh, where's the quote about how they? F- oh yeah, um, a passing student heard noises coming from the agricultural department barn at 3.30am on Tuesday. Where was he going past the barn at 3.30am? Yeah, that's right. He was a bit stressed as well, were you, Somebody's beating him to it. Yeah. Uh, his quote was, uh, it's just kind of disgusting and revolting, and personally, it makes me angry. Well, <laughs> there you go. Terrible. The student responsible was charged with sexual assault of an animal. Of course, he yeah, was. That's that's pretty straightforward. Yep. Well, it They've, does depend on what state you're in. Yeah, that's true. That's very is it? true. Yeah, yeah. Is it? I think there I are think still states that have yet to d- criminalise bestiality. Yep. Weird. There's a great documentary on this if you um, can stomach <laughs> it. It's called Zoo, and it's about how Washington State had no law against bestiality, and guys would come from all over the country to stay at this particular farm, they'd find each other on the internet and they would all fuck horses. <laughs> and the only reason that anyone noticed what they were doing and then decided that there needed to be different laws about this was because one of the dudes got fucked to death by a horse. Is that Mr. Hands? I don't know his name. There's a video, very famous video, called Mr. Hands. Um, don't Google it. 
Oh, oh do it, do <laughs> it, do it. I'm, I'm afraid it's too late. Right. Um, okay, listeners, don't Google it. I'm Googling myself as well. Yeah. Look, it may very well be. Kenneth Pinion. He was a, an American Boeing engineer residing in Gig Harbor, Washington. Died from injuries received during anal sex with a stallion. Yeah, that'd be the one. And um, that video apparently made it to the internet. So you could you can see the video where he got fucked to death. Well, I don't know if you can still see it. I'm assuming they made some attempts to, to get rid of that. Oh, well, I don't to, think... You can find it somewhere, but I... I personally wouldn't be looking for it. No, no, no. That's why I said don't Google it, just in case. You're it, right, it though. Zoo, Zoo, the documentary that I was mentioning, is about the death of Kenneth Pinion. Okay. All right. Yeah, terrible. Terrible. Poor horse. Yeah. Traumatized. Speaking of, speaking of terrible, um, mm. Val Kilmer uh, makes art. Yeah. On the internet. Yeah, he does. Is I it art or is it art? Fucking all arts art now. Um, is this? Re- I mean, is this really Val Kilmer? I I see no reason to. Why would the internet to say that? one more or the other? I mean, it's it says art by actor Val Kilmer. Mm. So I'll I say this though: the prices on the artworks are quite a bit lower than you would expect Val Kilmer. I mean, he's not at the top of his game, but I mean, Lars Ulrich did a painting and it sold for three million dollars. Yeah, but this painting is is a. A very crude uh, rendering of the words "I tickled Lou Reed," and that's the most expensive one. That's five thousand dollars. I mean, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't pay five thousand dollars for that. But if I wanted an original Val Kilmer hanging on my wall, five thousand is not really that much to pay. You know, you pay more for prominent Australian artists' work. But but What's I'm just looking at the of all the ones there, I would not pick that to be the fi- a five thousand dollar one. Because it's not the best, is no, what you're saying. It's which, which is probably your one of the worst. Which is your favourite? Well, obviously, we'll link to this in the show notes. Sorry for the people listening. It's a, it's a website, um, Val Kilmer Art, and um, it's a, it's allegedly art painted by Mr. Val Kilmer, and he's selling it here on the internet. And As it's in, it's expensive. allegedly painted by Val Kilmer, or it's allegedly art. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that's yes. not the most expensive. Um, Untitled Blue God oh. is seven and a half thousand. Oh. And again, that's not the most interesting of the um, the gods. If you're going to go for value for money, I would say God One seems to have the most colours in it. I was actually thinking God, <laughs> and two. that's how you judge a painting, man. I like God, <laughs> and that's, that's how the professionals do it. It's uh, whichever one has the most. It's the two thousand per colour. Yeah, yeah. And there's one with a little uh, little spring squiggle at the side. That's two and a half grand. Yeah, I don't know. I'd... That's an affordable one. There's one that just says the word "cut" over and over again for two grand. Yeah. Look, but... I, I'm not good at art. I'm going to be honest. I'm. I don't. I don't. My brain doesn't do art very well. So, I mean, maybe this is worth that much money. I don't. I don't know. But um. Actually, no. That that I tickled Reed is just. It's pissing me off now. <laughs> it's just it looks like it was done by someone in primary school yeah I know I know but then oh let's I mean, not get on that debate I was going to say we can go into this more because I've seen quite a lot of art that, that I feel <laughs> could possibly like and in fact if you go onto Etsy um, you'll see quite a lot of strange art that people try and sell for a lot of money like I don't know whether the people are joking or whether people on the internet just need to be told no 
that's that. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but no. Only the internet needs to be shut down. If you want to buy one of these artworks for our multiple nergasm office, um, yeah, feel free, and we'll put it up on the wall. We'll take a photo with it, and um, and you'll get a mug. Yep. We haven't had a Kickstarter this week yet, so um, here's one. <laughs> William Shatner uh, started and then cancelled a Kickstarter. Uh, I'm not sure how far into it it got when it was cancelled, um, but it's it's a, a product, a book. I think it's a book and a website called Catch Me Up by William mm. Shatner. And it's um, basically, he talks about, my favorite thing about it is actually just the, the, the video for the Kickstarter, because I find William Shatner very entertaining. Just, I could watch him talk for hours. Oh, he, absolutely. He's mesmerizing. He's like, uh, I don't know, he's like some kind of freeform genius. Like, the, he just flows effortlessly from, from thing to thing, and, and I laugh and I cry and he just entertains me. This video is him talking about how he's been unemployed over 400 times um, and he's had to reinvent himself over and over again to, um, to get jobs um, and to, to, you know, to get hired. I, I don't quite know what he means by unemployed. As an actor, I think you're technically unemployed every time you finish a film. Yeah, and I think you have to reinvent yourself every time you take on a new role. Because you're an actor. But that's kind of what acting is. But <laughs> that's, your, that's your job. Maybe, so maybe he doesn't a... know that that's not what everyone does. <laughs> or maybe he's being a bit job. disingenuous. But the premise of the, the, the book is, and the website is, to help people over 50 to get up to date on the world um, and to try and decide what they want to do with their life. Uh, and he's saying, you know, often people believe that once you're past 50, that's it, and you're done. And he feels that that's not the case. Um, so, I mean, this is pretty cool. I like to think I can still, you know, do some stuff when I get to 50. You yeah. Know, if I want to switch things up and not too far become away, a porn man. star when I get to 50. Yeah. You know, catch me up, William Shatner. I'll do it. So, yeah. Um, apparently, it was cancelled um, due to um, scheduling issues. I don't know what that means. Um, and they're going to relaunch the Kickstarter later. Now, I'm hoping it's not doesn't just mean they got most of the way through and realized they weren't going to make enough money, so they said, oh, we've had to cancel it due to scheduling, but we're going to do another one later, because that's just dodgy. Mm. That's against the spirit of Kickstarter, I think. I think if your Kickstarter fails, you just well, I think being to... a millionaire and starting up a Kickstarter is against the spirit of Kickstarter, but... Mm. You know. I know, he's only asking for $150,000. Surely William Shatner's got $150,000. Yeah, actually, I think even the guy project. who's doing this, because this is actually being done by Matt Andrews. Right. Oh, he's yeah, actually he's the... running the Kickstarter, and I think he's got enough money from judging from what he can do. But, again, I mean, on that note, a Kickstarter serves, I guess, an additional purpose, which is promotion well, and not, marketing. Yeah, it's not necessarily um, getting the money to make it. It's actually just selling it. Yeah, yeah that's right. In fact, I bought something this week that was through Kickstarter and I wasn't kicking in because there was no risk if it wasn't an investment they were just like we don't know how many we're going to need so everybody kick in if you want one and you'll get one I've officially done that with a couple of board games that are they're not coming out till next year but it's basically I've just paid for the board game yeah Yeah. they don't know how many they're going to make and yeah 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 
Why not? And I think that's starting to happen a lot more on Kickstarter. Yeah, well, I, I, like, I've kickstarted stuff mostly because I, I don't really kickstart things if I if I just want it, like if it's a game. Um, I haven't done it in the past, but I I've noticed recently with stuff like um, uh, the Black Love, the the one the guys from Bioshock Infinite who went on to to do their Kickstarter, um, they didn't make funding. Um, and so towards the end there I was like oh I should kick in because I guess in cases like that like sometimes you you know it's not a case of buying the product it's a case of these guys won't be able to finish their game if you don't do it so yeah yeah I guess it's it's either in cases like this it's suspicious because these people should already have the money but in cases like like that I mean they really do need you to to pitch in if you want it otherwise it's just not going to happen yeah you won't get it yeah, it, it won't exist. Not that you won't get it. it. Like they're not; these people will have to go and get another job or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just wasted two years of their lives. Sorry, guys behind the black glove. <laughs> hopefully, you'll find another way to fund it because it, it did sound very interesting, and I'm. It's sad. No, they didn't make funding, unfortunately. So, and also, they want? I'm now questioning whether it was called the black glove. <laughs> uh. Are you yeah, saying black called. glove or black love? The black glove. Glove, right. Okay. Well, that yeah. sounds less like a porno. <laughs> yeah. Um, they were asking for... Oh, they they fell $300,000 short, so obviously they're asking for more than that. Oh, that's quite short. Wow. Uh, oh, they wanted 550000 Oh, wow. Making 250000 is still a pretty good effort, but not if you need over half a mil. No, and I mean, to look looking at the scale of the game... I mean, it, I'm not surprised it would cost that much because this is a lot of people working for a long period of time. Like, games are expensive, so we're paying people's wages. So anyway, that's a shame. That's a shame. Who are these guys? Remind me. Oh, they um they worked on Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite. They're people from Irrational Games, basically. Oh wow! And, um, because after Bioshock Infinite, basically Irrational they said. Yeah, because Ken Levine said, look, they're not going to give me that much money again. We might as well just shut this down for now and hopefully one day I'll be able to convince somebody to give me more money again for something like this and we can all come back together. But see, but here's, here's the problem. I mean, these guys are in the tech ind- in the gaming industry and they're established game designers and stuff, then surely they can take this project around and shop it around to you would think so. Produce it. In the same way that William Shatner, if he wanted to fucking have a book... Just he get could a go to a to fucking publisher it. and say, I'm William Shatner, and he would say, have a seat, Mr. Shatner, what do you want your book to be about? Yeah, here's mm. a bunch of money, Make write a book, yeah. That's right, him. I don't quite get Kickstarter. Well, may, the other thing is, it could be, you would have a lot more freedom if you were not funded by a publisher. Like, for example, in cases in the past where EA or... Well, I know EA specifically, for example, with Mass Effect 3 and with Dragon Age 2, pushed them to release the game before it was ready, and they weren't very accommodating when it, they wanted more time and things like that. Whereas with the Kickstarter, you don't have to worry about any of that shit. Yeah, I get your point, but I also think that plays into the opposite too. I mean, you look at people like um, George Lucas. I mean, when he had to answer to a production company, yeah, his films were much better than when yeah. he was just allowed to do whatever the fuck he wanted. That's true. I think I think there's a certain quality control that comes through going through the proper channels. Having a sure. publisher and an editor of your book is never a bad thing. Yeah, you're probably right. I think I don't know. Well, maybe they will go on to seek traditional funding, whatever 
whatever that happens to be for for you know triple A titles like that. I'm not yeah, I mean, sure. Fuck, I don't know either. Yeah, some sort of angel investment or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Matt, you've yeah. intrigued us by uh, alluding that you might have a uh, exclusive interview. I do. Um, this is actually very exciting. This is a first for the um, for the podcast. I've managed to ex- uh, to score an exclusive interview. Uh, with the star of a very, very famous film series. And, um, I mean, I don't want to give too much away, so maybe I should just play the clip. Please do. Yes. All right. Star Wars, a cultural phenomenon. You'd be hard-pressed to find a person who hasn't heard of Star Wars, even if there are still a few heathens out there who've yet to see a Star Wars film. The original Star Wars trilogy is one of the most beloved series of all time, with some of the most committed and loyal fans. Despite harsh criticism, the prequel trilogy was a massive success, bringing Star Wars to even more people, young and old. Six films. But it's not over. Star Wars Episode VII has completed principal photography, and it has a title. The Force Awakens. This is an exciting time to be a Star Wars fan, as we await our first glimpse of what lies beyond the original films. It is an exciting time, um, and I'm very excited to announce that I have with me today one of the stars of the Star Wars. Uh, one of the most renowned and well-known characters in the Star Wars universe. It, it's God. just such an honour to have you here in the studio today. I'm a little nervous, so forgive me if I gush a little. Um, I'm just pleased that you were able to join us. Please, welcome to the show. Excuse sh- me! Yes, please, everybody welcome the incredible Mr. Jar Jar Binks. Mr. Star Wars! It's great to see you too. <laughs> to be honest, I wasn't sure you'd be this friendly. Some of the other cast members are known for their uh, disinterest or, I guess, standoffish nature with the fans. Well, that smells stinker with. Agreed. <laughs> well, the fans got you where you are today. And uh, you personally have experienced the power of the fans more than possibly any other Star Wars character, haven't you? Call Wazy! How rude! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they sure can be. Did the backlash from the fans get to you? Did you ever wonder if you'd made a mistake? No, not really, no. No? No. Really? Really, no. Honestly. Looky, looky. No. When The Phantom Menace was finished, and you first got to see what the start of the next chapter of Star Wars looked like, what did you think? Talk us through the thoughts that went through your head as you watched the film. This isn't very, very bad. Goodness. <laughs> and, and how did you feel about the way you were portrayed in the film? It's embarrassing. Mm, indeed, I can imagine. <laughs> and Attack of the Clones, your feelings sat in the cinema for the first time. No, again. Mm. Mm. <laughs> were you concerned? What did you think the fans' reaction would be? We shall be robbed and crunched. Really? <laughs> I'll cut to the question on everyone's mind, since they first announced the new films. Will Jar Jar be back for the new trilogy? Misa back! Oh my god, that is exciting news. <laughs> Misa busting with happiness. I'm surprised you're allowed to make that announcement here on the podcast. Did you get clearance from Disney to talk about it? Whoops! Well, just because, I mean, <laughs> contractually that could end pretty badly for you if you're under an NDA or anything. Jaja? Jaja? Well, uh, I guess that concludes our interview um, you heard it here first Jar Jar Binks is about to be fired by Disney so he won't be appearing in the new Star Wars films oh. such a tragedy <laughs>
Yeah. There you go. Uh, well done. Oh, I'm pretty nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He's he's quite a quite an imposing figure in person. Mm. Yeah. Taller in real life than he um, appears. Yeah. 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 It's funny. You you you're tempted to look around his neck for some reason. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah. that'd be a mistake. Yeah. His eyes are right. up there at the top. Ah. Yeah. 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 That reminds me of something that I've been thinking about lately. Mm. You know how, and this kind of plays into it. You know what? I'm not even going to mention this. <laughs> it's too late. You already did. <laughs> well, it kind of plays into the sexism issue that we were talking about earlier. Let's do it. Let's do this. I'm sure that you guys have noticed how women um, don't like it when you stare at their tits, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah? Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah you've heard of that phenomenon? Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> And, you know, that's fair. Uh, everyone should get to choose where other people look. <laughs> sure. You know, you know what I mean? Should they, Dan? Here's <laughs> the thing. I mean, that sounds a bit weird when you say it like that, right? Yeah. You know, when you've heard that, oh, my eyes are up here. Mm-hmm. Like, well, okay, but you don't get to choose where I look. I don't get to choose where you look. <laughs> right. Maybe I don't like people making eye contact. You don't get to choose the... where Bill Cosby puts it. No, but, like, <laughs> if women start looking me in the eyes, I don't start going, oh, excuse me, my balls are down here. <laughs> And I'd, I'd like rather to see you, you do look that. at my balls. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, if it's if it's a personal thing on a one-to-one level, mm. then I'd prefer people to look at my balls. Yeah. Eye contact sometimes makes me a little nervous, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah, they're looking at my balls makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I'm like, yeah, my balls are yeah. looking good today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. It makes a lot of sense, which is scaring me. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna get so many letters for this episode. We never get. If we, I hope we get letters. Yeah, we're gonna be like. If anyone's gonna get letters, it's gonna be me. I'm gonna be accused of the same sexism as what's that guy? Oh, I think again? I've overshadowed Matt you Taylor. now, Matt. So it's fine. It's I'm fine. good. Thank- you're Thanks. you're in the clear. I appreciate that. Don't harass us. Harass Bill Cosby. Yeah. Just don't look him in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Pokey, enjoy the show. It's your Pokey Random, the thing with the fires and the gah. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.